Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. Last night was the first of uh, public sessions for Hamilton's LRT. New plans show that Houston Street will change into one lane, uh, one-way street, as well as there is an underpass and an LRT maintenance facility near Longwood and Aberdeen. Uh, under the new plan, Houston from Hunter to Main Street East will be one way with one lane for vehicle traffic and other pedestrians. Uh, and then the street closes between Main and King with a portion open only for service vehicles. Houston will end when it gets to Gore Park. Uh, traffic will then have to travel around the park in order to uh, get to the other side. So uh, when you look at it in, uh, you know, on a map and you, and you see the, render, the, the drawings and such, uh, it, it looks like a pretty smart idea. But, uh, of course, it depends on what side of the tracks you are on when it comes to LRT and uh, what your interests are. Right now, uh, let's bring in Tom Lazich, owner of Gilbert's Big and Tall Men downtown and, of course, was uh, at the meeting and is with us now. Hello, Tom. How are you today? Good, sir. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time to join us. So you went to the meet. First of all, tell everybody where your store is. Well, we're, we've been at 439 King Street West. It's King and Pearl, just uh, a block um, east of Victoria Park. And we've been here for 63 years now. Mm. And you went to the meeting last night. What was your impressions? I did. Well, it, it was interesting that they had all these placards all set up of pictures of, of the different um, trains and and the way that um, they're putting pictures in people's mind of what really it's not going to be. First off, a lot of those pictures of the trains, or the LRT train, it's not going to be that, that, that form. We just learned that Bombardier is not going to be the people that making the trains. So any kind of questions we asked, if they didn't know, they avoided to answer the questions for me. So that was the only um, problem I had with, with talking. And i got to say... Um, Paul Johnson is a gentleman. He, he stood there with me for a good 20 minutes, and uh, I appreciate him listening. But, you know, there was a lot of answers that, that went untouched, and nobody wants to really uh, go about telling me why, even though we don't have the ridership, there is not enough people, why are we still pushing this through? And why, is, why was Dave Dixon's report thrown out? And I couldn't get answers. So that was my only, you know, drawback to this whole thing. It, it looks pretty. Uh, you know, they're going to set it up again uh, tonight somewhere else at City Hall, I think. And, you know, we'll be there. We'll be there to ask questions again. So uh, from what you've heard so far, are you a supporter or non-supporter? We're not supporting this because of the, the, the timing, how much this is going to take, the years, the years of this going on, and the fact that they really don't know. And you just see in the paper today, all of a sudden now we've got another bridge. All of, a, all of a sudden, the Innovation Center, which was going to be for, for uh, uh, IT people, now they're going to take that away and put it as a garage. They've been changing it from day one. The plan originally was from Eastgate Square to McMaster. It was going from a place to a place. Now it's going from a nowhere place, which they call a node, and they acknowledge that. It's nowhere where it's at uh, the traffic circle, and it's going to Mac. And they know that 100%, if it goes from a node to a destination, it fails. And they don't want to acknowledge that. So, But Tom, totally Tom, let, let, me, let, let me just interrupt this one thing. The whole reason it was shortened was to join it to the GO system. 
Absolutely. So I don't know about you, but to me, an east-west line that runs from Mac to Eastgate Square is useless unless it connects to the GO station. So now it connects to the GO station. Why is that not a good move? Well, again... Like, why does it have to go from the traffic circle uh, to Eastgate Square to make it viable? Like, isn't it make it more viable to to link it up? I mean, I've been screaming that since this whole thing started. There was was never any reference to a north-south line, uh, you know, other than the initial plan, which wasn't supposed to be touched for several more decades. Uh, This line was supposed to be put in first until Kathleen Wynne showed up with a check and said, no, this is part of a greater transit system to move people around Ontario that this will be linked up to. And what's so, wrong with our bus system? Well, I, I'm not going to get into that debate with you, Tom. I, you know, I, I think either, you know, um, uh, you, you believe in the plan of, of transit across the province or you don't. Um, again, I think what they're trying to do here is build a rail system that's that, that's across the province, across the region, and that Hamilton links into. Okay. I don't think you can do that with buses. I, I don't think it's worked to date. Okay. So, so even though Ontario is in debt three hundred billion and our city's in debt thirty billion, it's okay to go spend billions and billions more without any concern of the taxpayer. That's what you're saying, and that's what people want. Those I are. I see. I, I hear your point, agree. Tom. Let me answer it. You have two different points there. You have an issue with the province and how they're spending those billions of dollars on transit. That's one issue. The other issue is, does Hamilton decide to jump on board and take advantage of the current government and what they are trying to do? If you've got a problem with the government, then fight that with Wynn. How can you argue with a Hamiltonian who wants to take advantage of the provincial plan? So you're okay with higher taxes, with us supporting and have to pay for this Here's so a here's owned, a news flash. Here's a news flash, Tom. Yeah. That's going to well, happen. Why, why that's, are you interrupting me? That's going to happen anyway. Now I'll so shut up. The high taxes, the higher taxes, they're coming anyway, Tom. So it's whether you want to. So our kids, we shouldn't care about the future of our kids. Although this is for the future of the people. This is what this is what everybody's saying. So, if Metrolink builds this line with our tax dollars, they get the revenue from this. Is what I'm being told, or we they don't know. So why are we building something? that they get the money for and not Hamilton. So the B line, which is the most profitable line in Hamilton, the most profitable, we're just going to say, here, Metrolinks, this is yours. Take it. You take the money and run with it. I think that's similar to the 407, if I'm not, if I'm not uh, wrong here. Well, it's not like the 407 at all, Tom. No? Oh, so where's the money going from the 407? Since Ontario built that, that roadway, what happens to that money? Well... They built something, and they built it and paid for it, and then sold it to someone else, and now they run and collect the profits. That's not what's happening here, Tom. We don't know. We're building. You know what, Tom? 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 We're trying. You know, Tom? You know, I think you'd have more effectiveness getting your point across if you stuck to one issue. Um, Well, there's many issues to this, sir. Well, uh, well, you know, you you can say one issue, but it it drags on, and you know, we're, we're not even talking about all the businesses that are affected. We're not even talking about what's going on in Kitchener, where they're already $1 billion over, $1 billion over the, the estimated cost. So at what point do we say enough's enough spending? At what point do you say we ha- they don't have a clue how much this is actually going to cost? Now we've got an underpass. How much is that? They don't know. Now they need a new, pa- a new uh, a bridge for Frid. How much is that going to cost? They don't know. So it's the, it's the they don't know part that 
as, as business people. And, you, you know, we're fed up of the lies. We're fed up of the fact that they don't know. If you don't know, then give us the truth. Give us the fact that at some point we may be expropriated. I can't even find out if they want to tear down our store. If we're one of the stores, they won't tell me. So when that, if you're in a store and you have a family business for 63 years and they won't even tell you if you may not be here in five years, what kind, of, what kind of way is this to run any kind of organization like this? Well, if they can't tell you whether your property will be, I mean, are you assuming that it is going to be sucked up by the LRT? We don't know. They won't answer. I've asked that question a number of times. Why I are don't you, know. Why are you concerned for it? What made the question come up? Um, we've been trying for the last four years to get a permit to fix the front of our building, to put a new facade on our store, and I've been turned down every so often. So finally they came up with a condition that I had to give up 10 feet of the store by a deed. I had to give up 10 feet of the store, walk into our store 10 feet, and go all the way down the side, our store line. They want that property. If I didn't sign that, I don't get the permit. That's the problem I have. No one will tell me the truth. So do you understand as a No, as a, I totally understand your point. Business, like anybody that's in business... They, but they that seems to be a separate issue from the LRT, but you're assuming that what they want to do is expropriate 10 feet of your store for the LRT. Absolutely. No, no, it, 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 it was part of, That's the reason they're not giving permits on King Street to yeah, build, yeah. because it's part of the LRT program. Yes. Uh, but, 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 you see, we weren't told that four years ago. Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, the truth comes out. Do you, now, do you understand how you get frustrated? You're lied to. Yeah. You're, it's basically not telling the truth is lying to people. So if, if they're not going to be upfront with us... Do you no, think maybe, though, Tom, that these are questions that they don't know until they start doing these studies, until they get to this stage? I absolutely, mean, they don't know. You're right. Absolutely, they don't know. Um, and that's the, sad, that's the scary part about doing a project this big. I don't think they're capable of doing it. I don't think, uh, you know, again... So what's the alternative? So just shut it down, don't take the money? No. As, as Premier Wynne stated... She stated that it's never been LRT or nothing. No, if but the it's... the city decided on bus rapid transit, mm-hmm. the BRT, they will look into that too. Quote, unquote. But, the BR- but let's be honest here, Tom. The BRT fund is a lot less than the LRT fund. But let's make it work. What, what is this? Let's get the city, let's get the, the, uh, the uh, mountain. Let's bring people down into Hamilton. Let's bring them up faster. Let's get something going to the airport quicker and faster. Let's work about, that's where we need to improve. We need something to go faster to the airport. That's how we could improve the city. So there's nothing wrong with the BRT. They have electric buses. They know, we, we know that we already have uh, one in Hamilton. There's nothing wrong with putting these into, this, into the people that are let worried me ask about you another que- Let me ask you another question, Tom. You know, we, we were speaking with a guest a few months back, and, and they did a paper on this and, and talked about the, just the myriad of projects that Hamilton has done just this on, where it, just like the stadium. They had proposals, they had ideas, they had wish lists, they had this. And then, you know, the same thing comes up. What about this? What about that? What about that? And we lose out on it. And some other city gets it. There's no shortage of projects over the last several decades where Hamilton has just been left out because they couldn't get their act together. We saw it with the stadium. 
You know, the stadium, if it had gone where the Ream plan is, would be within spitting distance of where all this action in this new, new, new go station is. I mean, it's just, it's pathetic that it's where it is and people let this money slip through their hands. Oh, they got the money, but they screwed it up royally. Most of the time, they don't even get the money. So finally, we have something that's proactive, something that it, it, it appears the, the province is behind as well that can link us to other cities. How do we move this forward and make sure this isn't another stadium or one of those other projects and billions or millions of dollars that have passed Hamilton by for discussions just like you're having? I think our, our politicians, our mayor has to go and sit down with, with the premier. I think they have to uh, have a plan. And, um, but they have a plan, Tom. It's just that you don't like it. It's not. I don't like it. I don't. Don't. It, it, there's many people that don't like. I it. I agree. But it, you it's know, just, it's just they have to decide. Um, you know, we, we don't have a train going to Niagara Falls, by my understanding. We, you know, let, let's if they want to bring people into Hamilton, let's continue with that. The 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 rail. The, the, the GO station that they stopped at... Uh, well, this uh, is all part of the plan. It's part. It, it's linking Hamilton up to a regional transit system. Well, let's do, let's do Niagara... Let's get Niagara Falls into it. Let's get St. Catharines here. Let's bring them here first. Well, I think... Know, I, then, I, well, why first? Why not go the other way where the population is? Well... Why, why don't you start from Toronto okay, and move so out? If you want to talk population... Now, the problem I have with guesstimates is, you know, we, we guesstimate the weather, we guesstimate the population, and, and 90% of the time they're wrong. You know, you don't think Hamilton's going to explode, Tom? Well, so let's, let's be honest now. Hamilton has been 320,000 people since day one, since I've been, since I've been living here. Okay, really make your point quick because we're running out of time. Okay, so now they amalgamated Ancaster, Dundas, Stony Creek, and all of a sudden we're 500,000. The downtown core is still the same amount of people we've had for years. It's changed. The dynamics changed. Yes, we're getting some great people working downtown, building some great condos down there. It's just a matter of time where people will be living down there, but at the same time, it's not the growth that they think they're going to have. They will not have the ridership. They will not have that. So if they're going to spend uh, billions, it will be billions. It won't be one billion. It won't be two billion. It'll be they, they, because they don't know. And when this, all right, Tom, I got to run. I got to run. You, I, I thank you very much for listening. All right, you're more than welcome, Tom, and thank you for taking the time. We greatly do uh, appreciate, well, appreciate it. it. Tom Lodgett has been with us, owner of Gilbert's Big and Tall Men, of course, at uh, 439, 439 King Street West. Uh, been in business for uh, for 63 years, and there's some of the concerns. Let's bring in Ryan McGreal, raise the hammer. Uh, hello, Ryan. Uh, your thoughts on what we're hearing and what is coming out at some of these meetings? Uh, or, or at this first meeting, rather, uh, in regard to the public sessions for Hamilton's uh, uh, LRT. It seems that, um, man, when, when you get someone who's against it on, it, it's coming from all directions. What are your thoughts on this latest round of, of, of talks in regard to this and, and uh, bringing this information to the public and how it's being received? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thanks a lot for having me on the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And uh, I think the important thing to remember about this current round of public consultations is we're not talking, um, you know, with the city and Metrolinx and public trying to decide, is this something we want to do? This is implementation. It's so done. We've already decided. Yeah. We've already got the funding. We've already got the approval. Now we're implementing it. And mm-hmm. so the team that's designing this is talking to the public saying, look, these are the things we're working on. Here are some of the options we have for the details of how we implement this. 
We'd like you to understand what we're doing and give us some feedback so we can make sure that this program is as good as it's going to be. So this is not, you know, gosh, you know, this is what we're thinking of doing. Should we build this or not? We're beyond that stage. So it's not a discussion of LRT versus BRT. It's let's have some public input so we can make a great system. Yeah, and you know what? That public input is really important. One of the changes that staff have already made is they've adjusted the stations so that there are stations that directly serve the International Village right now. In the first pass that they took at figuring out where to put the stations, there was a big gap there. They've, they've listened to the feedback and they fixed that. I expect they're going to continue to do that, and that's a good thing. That's how we get a better project and a better implementation. How do we get past the bump of that initial debate? Uh, as you said, uh, that train has left the station. This thing is going through. It's not if or when or, or what have you. Now let's work together and, and come up with a solution on how it suits everyone. How do you get past that? Uh, we don't want LRT. It, it's a challenge. I mean, it, we, you know, we live in a liberal democracy. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. You're never going to get 100% support for this project. You're never going to get 100% support for putting in a stop sign, letting in putting in, uh, let alone putting in a billion-dollar project. So we have to recognize there is going to be some opposition. There's going to be some people who disagree with it. Um, we have to respect people's right to disagree. And yet we've already got the approval. We've already got the votes and the decisions. The project is already moving forward. So now, you know, I mean, as much as possible, help people to try and understand this is why the project is going forward. This is why the province is investing this money. This is why the city asked for the money in the first place. And then, you know, reasonable people, I think, will come around to that. Not everybody's reasonable. Again, we live in a democracy and it takes all kinds of folks. But uh, I think most people given a chance to understand this, are going to recognize this as a transformational opportunity for the city. Has the province, has the city, has Metrolinx done enough to uh, listen to people and answer their questions? Um, I think they're, they're starting to get into it now. The city in particular has been a little bit slow off the mark in terms of their uh, communications process. It's been sort of, we're going to work away on this for a couple of months and then come out with a, a, a dump of information. I would rather see more direct ongoing engagement on a day-to-day basis. Um, and, you know, from the city and from Metrolinx, but, uh, you know, possibly this series of meetings now, I hope, is going to be the start of a much more open, engaged process from this point going forward. Um, how do you feel this is moving forward? Is it still like the caller we just had where it's, you know, denial that this is moving forward? Or are we actually getting constructive uh, suggestions on how we can make this project better? We're definitely moving forward. There's, I mean, the, you know, there, there, there is a small sort of no LRT contingent. Um, and, I mean, unfortunately, they've essentially been sort of throwing everything at the wall in an attempt to make something stick. And it's been a kind of random grab bag of, of ludicrous and, uh, and just false misrepresentations, made-up claims. You know, one of the claims that's been floating around is it's going to cost billions of dollars rather than a billion dollars. The project has actually been costed fairly specifically by an engineering firm, and that costing is getting further refined right now. That billion dollars is probably a high number, which is why they're able to look at, okay, we need to do an underpass. We can, we can fit that into our budget. You know, an underpass is a normal thing. We have lots of them in Hamilton, on Kenilworth, on Longwood. That's what we're talking about here. And so those more fine-grained details, that is what's being worked out right now. That billion-dollar envelope is a good-sized amount of money. 
it's a realistic amount of money for the kind of project we're looking at doing. Uh, we constantly hear that the money should or could be spent in other ways. There's no option for that, is there? I mean, you know, going back to the earlier discussions, uh, the Premier, of course, didn't want to, 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 you know, to stick her hands in what we were doing and wanted us to arrive at the decision. But was it ever a BRT, LRT, LRT discussion? Not to go backwards, but you understand what I'm asking? Sure, yeah. I mean, right now, if we decided, you know what, we're going to throw away the last eight years of planning and studying and research and analysis that we've done, and we're going to start from scratch, if we do that, that billion dollars doesn't get earmarked and set aside for us. It gets released back into the Metrolinx Fund, and it gets applied to the next set of projects that cities have done their homework and are waiting for funding. So if we do that, we lose it. We're going to set ourselves back probably a decade if we decide to go that route. Not to mention the fact that Metrolinx might decide to come after us for the millions of dollars they've already spent on implementing the program that we asked them to implement. So that's a really important thing to understand. You know, we, if we turn this down, we're walking away from any kind of rapid transit investment for many, many years. And I think for some of the LRT opponents, that's exactly what they have in mind. This is a stalling tactic. It's not a realistic proposal for a different plan. Ryan McGreal has been with us. Of course, Raise the Hammer. Find out more at uh, raisethehammer.org or CA. Ryan? Uh, .org. Raisethehammer.org to find out more. That's raisethehammer.org. Ryan, again, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks a lot. It's always a pleasure. All right. Thank you. Uh, Wow. You know, this just never gets any easier, does it? Uh, Do we have a call? All right, I understand this is Councillor Terry Whitehead on line nine. Uh, hang on a second, I'm missing it here. Terry, is that you? Yes, it is. Um, you know, I love it that you call the show, but geez, I, I love it when you come on, when we ask you to come on during the elections, just not when you feel like it. Well, you know, uh, I love to come on whenever I can come on, but if I got uh, conflicts, then unfortunately that those things happen. All right, so what, what can we do for you, uh, Councillor? What, what would you like to add to this? Well, first of all, let's be clear that I've publicly called out Ryan McGrill to a, a public debate on this issue, and he's turned it down. So if he feels that there's substance behind his arguments, then he should be prepared to debate those uh, that substance publicly so people are better informed on this issue. Secondly, uh, he's already making a pre-conclusion that there's no opportunity to tap in and reapply for funding. That's absolutely false. Thirdly, uh, the issue is we don't have any answers. We don't know what the ridership is. I haven't got the answers yet. We don't know what the operating costs are going to be and how much more the taxpayers on an annualized basis will be on the hook. We don't sign blank checks to City Hall. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud that he's, he's putting out a point of view, but there are other points of view that are equally legitimate. And for him to characterize them as not legitimate is unfair to the majority of people that feel that way. Don't you think this uh, this ship has sailed, Terry, or the train has left the station? If we keep dragging our feet now, we'll end up with another stadium. Well, I think we're already there. Uh, no, we're not. Right. Nothing's been built yet. Anyway, Terry, i got to run because we're out of time. Councillor Terry Whitehead, we thank him very much for calling in and always encourage him to do so, as we do everybody who sits on council.